Hey guys, how you all doing? And I hope you're all keeping safe. It's your girl, Sheila O, and this is How Far. How Far, Cass, how you doing? Hope you're keeping safe. I'm keeping safe, practicing my social distancing, and my dance moves, Sheila. Dance moves? You want to show me something? You want to see something? I want to see something. This dance move of yours. You're going to have to subscribe to my OnlyFans page like everybody else. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Nobody want to see that. Let's get to some real dancing. What's going oh, on? How far I can't dancing? wait. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. Our guest today is a well-known choreographer, a worldwide creator, creative director, millennial dance sensation. She specializes in hip-hop and Afrofusion styles, Kaz. Her yeah. one-of-a-kind craft has amazed millions I say millions on virtual platforms such as YouTube and Fox Empire. She's nice. performed her choreo to thousands at iconic places like the Apollo Theater in New York. That's the chosen, yeah, the Chosen Few Festival in Chicago in Chi-Town and on all her dance stores. She has dance stores in Africa, Asia, Europe, North America. I can go on. I can go on, but yo, easy. Queen yeah. Alpha. <laughs> nice. Hi, Sheila. Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me again. <laughs> uh, such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. You know, you're family. But first and foremost, babe, I really want to give my condolence to you right now uh, for the loss of Kodak. Um, she has been mourned by the Afro dance community at large, and you played a major role. You all put together a GoFundMe. I mean, it's it was it was really touching. How how do you feel today, babe? How do you feel? Um, I feel. <laughs> think in her death we were able to see the power that the dance community holds when we come together mm-hmm. and how we don't need anyone to help us we can save ourselves so I think in that moment she even in her death brought all of us back together because even the a week before she passed she had all brought um she brought together like the female afro dancers to mm-hmm. do zoom call for dance gathering and that was the last time I was able to like really, really speak with her. And it was just, it was just beautiful to see all of us just come together and, you know, help her do um, through this time, help her family, help yeah. her dance family, Westside Lifestyle. And now they also have um, the Love Divine Foundation that they're using to memorialize her legacy. So we're going to continue pushing her story and telling her story and keeping her legacy alive. That's priceless. And and I feel like you got to keep on doing what you do, Izzy, because you will be living, you know, your life through her. You know, like it's like getting to what where she wanted to get to and just making other dancers know that it's possible. And I'm sure where she is right now in heaven smiling, she'll be very proud. So kudos to you all for that. Oh man, though, you are building a legacy as far as being the go-to choreographer for the Afrobeat movement. And um, you're doing so much. How did it all get started, Easy? Um, basically, just in college. Um, I'd been dancing all my life, but I found Afro, and I feel like Afro found me. Mm-hmm. Uh, sophomore year of college, and it was literally just the president of the ASA um, club. She just saw me dance, and she was like, yo, do you want to start a team? Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Why not? So um, basically, we started performing around like campus, um, around New York. Let's say we'll do like, graduation parties we do cultural parties we do like perform everywhere cookouts everything i started to see like there was a demand that wasn't being met especially in the united states 
So I decided to just like turn it into a business. Very smart. Mm. <laughs> very, very smart. Hey, Cass. Yeah, well, since she's speaking on business, that's actually a sign I want to tap into. Like, first off, I want to salute you. I think it's super dope. Like, you're doing what you love to do. Dope. <laughs> super dope. You're doing exactly what you love to do. And, uh, and then you met on uh, all these platforms, like, going crazy on YouTube to, like, the mainstream with the Fox Empire, which brings me to clearly music is some real business that goes into it. And uh, a lot of people don't see that. I'm not very familiar with it. I just see people having fun and doing what they love to do. But can you speak on the actual business side of it? Because it seems like it's something you've been low-key tapped into ever since yeah. college and just been yeah. progressive. Like. Um, so basically, obviously, when I started, there really wasn't a blueprint. Even right now, there really isn't no a blueprint. Like, if let's say you wanted to be a ballet dancer, if you wanted to be a hip-hop dancer, a professional dancer, mm-hmm. there are, like, steps you can take. Like, there are schools you can go to to train. There are, like, agencies you can get signed to. But Afro, it kind of feels like our generations, we are pioneering the structure, bringing the structure together. So for me and my team, it just requires a lot of creativity. So for example, um, I I have to find ways to make money off of this because I can't have a nine to five. Um, I went to school for psychology. So with my degree, I can be a caseworker. But if a gig comes up, I can't leave a child halfway through a session and say, look, I'm going to go dance with Davido. Peace out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you might understand. You might understand. Davido's a bitch. <laughs> you know, so I had to sacrifice that. It's like, if I am going to sacrifice that, I need to find ways to make money because I'm not getting yeah. younger. So it required me to be, you know, creative. So it's like, okay, I want to go on tour. Like an artist goes on tour, I want to go on tour. Um, I want to be able to make money off of my own content. So let's say artists reach out to me now. Um, a lot of dancers do like music promo videos. Now I want to do music promo projects. So it's like pay mm. to use your song to be part of my dance tape for this year. So like that's even one of my goals for the, after Corona. Um, <laughs> right after. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of my goals. So it's like finding interesting ways and then with the platform um a lot of dancers have built you now um have the opportunity to go into the influencer market so now brands are paying you for your demographic to get their product in front of your demographic so i mean now we don't have all the answers because like now people are trying to figure out how you can copyright choreography or how Mm -hmm. you can copyright dance moves so if let's say my dance move ends up in nba 2k how am i making off of that Smart. Nice. Smart. I'm saying so IP laws when it comes to like dance and choreography, that's something we're all like talking about. You know, how artists are able to like get publishing on soundtracks or music and stuff like that. Dancers need to be able to be able to make money off of their work without right. having to be sure. in the commercial market, you know. So yeah, things like that. For sure. Wow, that was I wanna... that was that was that was that was fire right like like, seriously you created a blueprint and just laid it out right then and there within like a matter of two minutes yes she has and i want to talk about your favorite videos but before i do that i i want to go back to your childhood i want to know like you know who are your dance influences growing up who were you looking up to oh i don't i don't think like um when it came to dance i don't really think i had like a lot of influences when it came Mm. to that because like for a very long time like dance wasn't my career path like even though I was dancing like forever like I wanted to be an actress so even Michael Jackson I don't think I ever looked at Michael (laughs) Jackson and was like 
oh my god I want to dance like him I'll probably look at him like I want to perform like him mm. I think it's like I don't look at him as like oh you're just a dancer I look at him as like a performer, performer. like wow like you have this much control and power and influence over people and you're able to entertain them so I think that's kind of like why how I saw Michael Jackson um it was not until my older um years let's say when I was in high school that I started looking at your late twins and I was looking at um, Wildebeest and how they were creating like their own community on YouTube. And mm-hmm. these were hip hop dancers at the time. So yeah, when it came to Afro, I would say we, the U S started looking at Europe first because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Europe hopped on the wave they did. faster than the U S. Mm-hmm. So for me, I get inspired by different types of people. Like I watched Ted talks on like um, what's it called? the law of attraction I will from to like from that to like you know Shonda Rhimes um TED talk to like you yes. know artists painters you know musicians to um business executives so like I get inspired by a lot of different things and not just like dance all right so. okay your dance videos so what are your most favorite memorable experiences when it comes to chore- choreographing dance videos uh like my own personal dance video? Your own personal. No, the videos you do for artists, you know, because you okay. choreograph a lot for artists, right? So um, who are your favorite ones? Which ones do you remember? Like, well, this one really empowered me or something. I would say like both, like let's say video and live. Uh-huh. I would say one of my favorite would be Shoma Josie. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a female uh, musician from South Africa. I, I like say. her because when I rehearsed with her, it was like she was in it just as much as the dancers. So it's like, yo, I want to try it. Okay, we're going to try it again. And then she would teach us some moves from South Africa and would infuse it to mm-hmm. our style. So I really like her vibe. She's mad energetic. And a lot of people weren't hip to her at that yeah, time. Yeah, people just <laughs> catching up now. Yeah, Because yes. <laughs> I remember I posted a video <laughs> we performed at Global Citizens. And um, people were commenting like, oh, why is the crowd so dry? Maybe she should have done this, that. <laughs> so don't worry about what she's doing. Trust me, in a year or two, you guys are going to yep. be seeing her everywhere. And look at her now. Like, she's amazing. So I would say her. Um, chosen Few Festival. <laughs> I was waiting for you. 40,000 people. 40,000 people waiting and hailing you. Yeah. Oh, that Chicago. Was, that was beautiful. Like, thank you so much for even, like, thinking of, you know, bringing me onto that. Because that was, like, a nice, a nice vibe to, like, see people, like, in your element. Like, feeling nostalgia. Like, you could see grown people. Grown like, people. moms and dads, like, dancing. Yeah. Afro House. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was it was really beautiful to see that. Um I would say my performance with Burna Boy at Apollo was definitely nice. Epic. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was really nice. And then um also working with Jadena was nice. I was mm. the most organized team I've worked with so far, except for Empire. Prim and proper, Mr. Stanford. Prim, prim, prim and proper. Yeah. <laughs> was like you know down to negotiating it's like okay look Izzy like I was on the phone for like an hour like negotiating. it's like okay can you do this no but this is what I can do okay that makes sense then let's do this back of it because like I think his team I like the way everything went down like three projects started knocked out in less than a week beautiful yeah I think that's dope because that like just shows how like they understand the importance of how dance really helps their music and uh if you see nowadays like you know, nowadays dance is like it always dance has always been incorporated with music and of course coincides. That's what mm-hmm. we listen for. But it's like now it's like 
a song could be dead in the water and then it goes viral off of just the dancing and the streams and that. So once it goes viral, then the streams go up, the streams go up, then more money gets involved. And like, you see a lot of artists, like you said earlier, people are getting paid like just to dance to the videos. But in a lot of cases, you know what I mean? They just lucking up. Yep. Somebody dancing to them. And I'm wondering, do do the artists like ever show love to the dancers or show appreciation? Or do you think they even acknowledge how much of an impact that's a good question from the dance? I think to some extent, yes, and to some extent, no. Okay, for example, let's say like Shiggy Mm. put a Kiki challenge. Yeah. Maybe allegedly he got some money afterwards, right? And then obviously Mm. the exposure blew the song as well as blew him to a different like um you know stratosphere um i would say within the afro scene there are not really a lot of dancers that are given their props like if let's say we go back to like our kodak like picture kodak who passed away when i went to nigeria and i turned on the tv west side lifestyle which is the dance team that she's a part of and her separately because they individually do their own thing but as a group they're west side lifestyle they're on like 85% of all music videos that you will watch in Nigeria. But when I came and I will go to a Beats 99.9 and I'll be like, do you guys know who West Side Lifestyle is? They're like, who? Really? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it kind of feels like if an artist doesn't give you a cosign majority of the time as a dancer, you're not relevant. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now, okay, with the artists, yes, they might praise you, like repost you and do all these different things, but a repost doesn't affect my bank account. No. You know no, saying? it doesn't. Preach it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yes, when I'm 18, maybe when I have a refund check when I'm in college, yes, $1,000 here, I might not necessarily, I might need the exposure, but it's like as we grow older, it's yeah. like I need monetary exactly. You feel me? So I think. We just need to get to that point where it's like, not even just the artists, down to the event promoters. Like when you're hiring dancers, budgeting for that. Yeah. Budgeting for a choreographer because a choreographer is different from a dancer. Knowing the difference, you know what I'm saying? So it's like all these different things, like every player in the industry needs to understand how important it is to compensate a dancer because died on set. Painful. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like- And then you now turn around. Then you now turn around to another dancer. Is it not just dance? <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Really? Like, right? <laughs> we really? can't say these things when it's like dance and music. Oh, crap. Dance and music are like the forefront of pushing mm-hmm. the culture around the world. So it's like we need to just show the same respect monetarily and, you know, in the conversations that we're having for both artists and dancers. Right, right. right. Yeah. Speaking of respect, uh, Izzy, you went viral on video expressing your views. You were like, you know, I always call you the president of the dance community. Honestly, I do. I really do. I tell it with the guys in Africa. I'm like, because you, I mean, I know I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it. You're, you're, you're well-spoken. I guess if I was not of the same race, it would be racist to say that to you. But yo, I'm your sis. I'm going to tell it to you as it is. I'm black. You're black. So yes, you're well-spoken, highly intelligent. You know, you know, you, you put a lot into your craft. You know, it's not just about just dancing. It's you tell a story whenever you move. So for me to see you going live, easy, going live on, um, on social media speaks volume. So you went on and um, you you spoke about um, 
an experience you had with an artist and recognition for dancers, you know, and et cetera. You, you were, I mean, I heard you, but I wanted to use this platform to actually tell us what went, what, what, what went on because it's important that people know your story and how they can avoid whatever it is that you had to go through, you know, yeah. as someone who's in the forefront of yeah. choreography music. Yeah, so um, last year, um, I was hired to choreograph and also hire dancers through my agency tribe mm-hmm. for Yemi Alade's video, um, Shekere featuring Angelique Kijo. So in the, rig- in the video that was actually published at the beginning of this year, it was shot, half was shot in New York and half was shot in Kenya. But when I watched the video towards the end, there was a special thanks at the beginning, but then there was credits after and only the people in Kenya were credited. Hmm. So for me, I'm like, okay, yes, I can start talking about, oh, why didn't you credit the stylist, the makeup artist, and this, that. But my only job there was to provide the dancers, provide the choreography. That is my only responsibility. So in that moment, um, when I saw the video, I reached out to Yemi's manager. And he's like, oh, you know, we're going to fix it. It's the director's fault. Um, I'm going to fix it right now. But uh, you know, Yemi is coming on tour later on this year. So in the moment, I'm just like, okay, why are you telling me that? Okay, cool. Whatever. Cool. Let me give you, go fix it. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Hours pass. I see they're still promoting it. No caption has been edited because on Instagram, you can edit a caption. Um, You you can edit in a second. So for me, I'm like, okay, the main, the main platform that I actually want the credit on is YouTube. They're not going to take that video down and, you know, edit it and put it back up. And he was telling me he knows Vivo. He was telling me, yo, I know people at Vivo. We can edit it without actually having to remove yeah. the video. And, and so I was just like, I'm not stupid. First of all, like, I know multiple caps. So it's like, in this moment, I was just like, okay, you're talking to me like stupid. Like, I just woke up this day and started working within the industry. I know how things work. Mm-hmm. So I hit up Yemi directly and she gives me a different story. Like, oh no, things were omitted for, uh, um, on purpose. We're only giving credit to people who did it for free, which is a mm-hmm. lie. I eventually spoke to the choreographer. So I'm like, yo, why are you people lying to me? Like, I don't have access <laughs> to these people. Like, I can't go and talk to these people. So it's like, okay, you're now you're telling me, you're making this seem like, oh, you're trying to guilt trip me. Like, oh, uh-uh, you want payments and credits too. Stop being greedy. And to me, I'm just mm. like, okay, look. <laughs> to me, I'm like, this makes no sense. Like, it's not being greedy. If this is my intellectual property, like, I'm so confused. The moment you get the credits page, you can't pick or choose who to credit. The next day, the manager calls me and starts shouting at me. He's like, yo, if you want to work in this industry, let me teach you something about communication. I'm going out of the graciousness of my heart to even go and fix this. Do you know if Yemi works with Beyonce, Beyonce can pick and choose who she wants to credit. That's a damn lie. <laughs> you think Beyonce is doing credit space because she wants names? I'm confused. Like, she will get sued. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, yo, you're lying to me. So I'm like, yo, if I was someone in a position where I didn't know, I didn't know these things, I would keep quiet. I would be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yes, okay, do whatever you want to do. And even on top of that, they now say, oh, just because you don't have credit does not mean you can't promote. <laughs> no. <laughs> This is going over two days. So I'm having conversation with like dancers and it's like, even on the set that day, a dancer I brought there fell on his head 
doing a backflip, a backflip on concrete. The director was like, do it again, do it again, do it again. Fell on his head, had to get ambulance to take him to the hospital. So I'm like, yo, a dancer could have died on that set. And then mm-hmm. you not turn around and tell me because we didn't do it for free that we're not worth get, getting credit for something we worked on. So for me, I was just like, okay, in that instance, I have to make this video one to take responsibility for my pl- uh, my place in it because I didn't make them sign a contract because of the right. report that I had. And it was extremely last minute, but I could have still slapped the contract on that. Two, I used my relationship with the dance community to get them to stay longer because the shoot, everything was going wrong. Mm. Everything. When I tell everything was going wrong that day, we stayed on that shoot for 12 plus hours. Wow. So me, it was like, okay, look, let me, I know if any other dancer went online to go talk about the situation, people would be like, oh, you're just complaining. Stop it. Ah, is it no exposure? Is it Yemi? Why are you talking? So if it mm. comes from me, knowing people know that me and Yemi's camp have somewhat of a relationship, it will be seen as, okay, let me actually listen to what she says. Yes. And, and, and like, gain wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I also wanted to show that guys, even at the level that you guys perceive me at, I'm still going through a lot of BS. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you should not make anyone, cause it's like, they're trying to dangle future gigs in front of me. They're trying to guilt trip me into saying I want too much. They're trying to um, now tell me, like kind of threaten me in a way, like if you want to work in this industry, this is how yeah. things go. And I'm just like, fam, Credit and payment are baseline. Unless we had a discussion where you said, look, I don't want to put credit on this. Um, I don't want to credit. I want, I, want, I want to make it seem like I shot this all in Kenya. You talk to me about it. So I know. Mm-hmm. And we can negotiate a buyout. Fee. A buyout, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. So it's like, I'm just like, yo, you people don't understand the type of business. (laughs) 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 That's why I made the video. It was like after three days, like I didn't want to move out of anger. I didn't want to, I think people assumed I was making the video because I wanted like, uh, what's it called? A response for them. We've already, we've already been talking behind the scene. They already knew where I was coming from. I already knew where they were coming from. The bridge was already burnt. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for me, it's just like, okay, let me just take responsibility. Apologize tell the story for the dancers that are not able to tell it because people will be like, Oh, you're just being, you're complaining. Who are you? No, no. You know what I'm saying? And also to, 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 to teach. So that was kind of like what that video was for. It wasn't to tear her down. I still respect her. I think what she does is extremely beautiful. She's an extremely talented woman. It was just that the way they handled that situation was extremely wrong. Totally hear you. And I appreciate you for sharing this because the way I look at it is Afrobeat is growing, you know, uh, we're the new it thing right now. So we have to start to correct our mistakes. There's a strong relationship with artists and the choreographers because like I play the music, I play the music and yes, the music goes on. Like we talked about this earlier on, but then when the dance comes, the music tends to go viral. So there has to be that mutual respect and it's a choreography. It's, it's a dance. It's, it's a service. So 3 million people, 8 million people might see this on YouTube or whatever. And they want to know who is behind it. So money can't buy that. And that gives you future work. So that's one thing that all artists have to learn. It's, 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 it's not acceptable. It's, we all have to do better. We all have to do way better way Let's better go. so and i've done things with you easy where you've actually discounted even come for nothing you know nothing but at the same time i, I you, you don't take that for granted you also have to know that okay the service was done so you have to still give kudos whether you paid or you didn't pay it doesn't matter credit is credit mm-hmm. give you know it what I mean? it's due you gotta exactly. give credit what it's due like what's exactly. dope is 
I didn't even know about the situation, but I was like all involved in the one. You have a great way of articulating and really just storytelling. But by me not even knowing the situation, I got to see the inside scoop of the business and just seeing what goes on behind the scenes from somebody that's on the outside looking in. So just seeing that, it's just, I just feel like you got a, like, a lot of game to give. I don't know if you got a podcast or something you do about this, but in general, what I want to know is like, what's some advice that you would give to like some uh, up and coming dancers such as myself and others? I think we lost Easy. Oh, no. <sighs> easy, come back. Come oh, back, yeah. Easy, come back. There I'm she coming. is. Sorry. Coming back. <laughs> come back. <laughs> did you go to Lagos? Come back. <laughs> you did a virtual travel on us. One second. Can you see me? Yes, we can see you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the, the the battery just died. I'm like, what's going on? It's fine. The, the, the devil is a liar. Let's go on. Kaz, <laughs> <laughs> you were asking her about aspiring uh, dancers. Advice for that? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm just, uh, I'm learning a lot just off your storytelling. And I'm just curious, like, uh, and just the business side of it, what you already spoke on. So I'm curious, like, advice you would have for inspiring up and coming dancers. Um, I would say for, it's kind of hard because it's like, first you have to decide like what it is you want to be. Like, do you want to be a choreographer and a dancer? Cause those are two separate things. So like, if you want to be a dancer, majority of the time, you're going to have to like get work with artists, maybe doing backup dancing, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, I would say when you do that, just try to brand it in a way where it's like, your importance doesn't necessarily just rely on the artist. Yeah. Right. So, cause they're backup, they're dancers who like, um, let's, for example, in hip hop world, Jade Bug, Jade Bug is a dancer. She just attends classes. She kills people's choreography, posts it up online. That's her content. But when she's on stage with like a, a, a Haley or whatever her, the artist's name is, mm -hmm. she still stands as a brand separate from the artist. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it so possible to do both? I'm sorry. Is, it, is it possible to do both as far as being a dancer and a choreographer, or is it just that much okay. harder? Oh, yeah, that's what Easy does. Time? Oh, yeah, yeah. So for me, too, I'm a dancer. Um, starting off, I was both dancer and choreographer. So now um, I would say last year, but most especially, I was putting on my choreographer hat very tight. Mm -hmm. uh, so, for example, like with gigs for like Afro Nation, um, I couldn't, because it was so much work. I couldn't both dance and be choreographer at the same time or be creative director for the dance um, aspect. So it's like, sometimes it's like my priorities. I want to be a choreographer. Um, yeah. So if you're a dancer, I would say yes. Also build relationships with these camps, um, but yeah. make sure you're professional, get a manager, get someone who can negotiate on your um, behalf. Because one thing you don't want to be is like, ah, no, give me 150 naira. No, no, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So then they start looking at it like a small girl. Like she's the one who's taking 150. But if it's coming from yeah. someone else, yes. yeah. it kind of detaches you away from that. So true. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm so saying? True. So say things like that. As a choreographer, I would definitely say create content and constantly build within that content. For me, mm-hmm. that is like the most beautiful thing that I love learning to do. So it's like each year I want to become better as a dancer. I want to become better like, because if as a choreographer, the better of a dancer I am, mm-hmm. the better I'm able to portray the, um, what's it called, the ideas mm-hmm. that I want to put forth. And then it's like also knowing your lighting, knowing, you know, the directors that are able to bring your visions to life, et cetera. So hopefully one day, five years from now, I will start working with like music video directors for my own yes. videos. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like, that's kind of like the steps no. you want to take. That leads to my next question. I was going to say, what's next for Easy? So we know the we, we know where you're going with the choreography. We know that. But tell us more. And also tell us if you're going to go back to your first love, which was acting. Oh, okay. Um, I would say for me, like, at first it started off as Tribe. Like, that was my main focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it still is now. But it's like, I, I love what my brand allows me to do for myself as well as for my agency. So for me, I know 50 years from now, it's not physically possible for me to be like fighting 21 year olds <laughs> dancing behind with me and stuff like that. So, so it's like, I want to build the agency where it's like, I still have a hand in the dance industry without mm-hmm. actually having to be like fighting for spots and fighting mm-hmm. gigs and stuff like that. So I want to share knowledge with um, up and coming dancers. Yeah. Um, I would say choreographing like I would love to go on tour with an African artist Mm -hmm. Um, even though people are like oh go commercial go commercial and I'm just like I really want to go on tour with an African artist and do it properly yeah and learn and grow with them so hopefully the newer generation that's coming up like your fireboys your Rema your Oxlades Blackbones and those people um, hopefully I'm able to you know link with someone our creative energy creates something and we're able to create new new ways yeah. within African um, industry to push the music and culture forward. forward. Um, what was the other question? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're answering the question. It was just basically what was what's in for you in the future, what you're working towards. You, you're mm-hmm. actually answering it. Yeah. Oh, and for the acting thing, um, I would say like dance, like just like anything, like Jay-Z came in with rap and he was able to do other things now so Mm -hmm. I think the dance aspect like that's just the way for the world to open itself for me and then I'm I'm able to like create in any other way so like acting I would love to do being an OAP I would love to do that um maybe creating content uh for like someone else's YouTube channel where it's like um just seeing me in different lights because I don't want people to just look at me like oh that's the dancer you want to be in a box yeah Yeah, I don't be in a box (laughs) I'm into fashion I love fashion um, you know, so I have, we have my line with my brothers, third world. So now mm. that's myself, we just cruise and tease, but maybe expanding that to one day, like becoming like a fashion brand or something. So, you know, that's beautiful. And I'm right behind you. I am right behind you supporting you. You know, we got you. Easy, thank you so much for coming on How Far. Your family, we respect what you do. Keep pushing the culture. Keep standing strong. You're in your own lane. So keep pushing the culture and pushing choreography for Afro beats because that's the lane that you're just domineering. So big ups to you. Much love to you as always, Queen. And we will keep up with you. Yes, thank you for always supporting and having me on whenever. So thank you so much. I really do. Oh, oh, easy. Thank you for having the AfroZones uh, jumper as well. When you did the broom challenge, I was, I was like, cool. I was, who 
family right there. Thank you so much for doing that. We love you at AfroZones for doing that, girl. Until next time, we'll see you all on the next episode of How Far. Thank you so much. Much love and respect. Thank you.